it's me, Gregorio, you know, the the consistent self on this podcast, and um, at least the consistent sounding self, I guess you could say. Um, I don't really do this much, and I don't really like to, but I, I wanted to bring maybe more awareness to what's happening with net neutrality. And if you don't know what's happening, I suggest maybe just Googling it, checking out what it is. Um, it's worrisome, at least for me. Uh, and it might be for you if you actually consider it. It's just, it's, it's threatening what the internet is. And it might stifle its potential if it falls through or if it doesn't happen. Because net neutrality is what we want. The end of that is what we don't want. Or at least is what I don't want. And, um, yeah, my suggestion is check it out. Um, if you want, if not, you know, cool. Um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, Matthew is a very interesting guy. We went into many topics. Visual artist, virtual guy, virtual conversation. Um, thank you guys for listening. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Selves Talking, and today I am here with Matthew. What's your last name? Muir. Muir. Yeah. Like, and you go by Muir, right? Like people know you as Muir. Definitely. You were you are a visual artist, and um, I have to say you have a very very specific like um, aesthetic. I've never seen that before. Um, I find it. That out of like the things that I saw on your Instagram in the short amount of time that I've had to research you, mm-hmm. um, I really enjoyed that image of the person with the TV on his head. Thank you. Really, like I really enjoyed that. Yeah, so that was actually a collection that I put together for Miami's Art Basel last year. Okay. Uh, where I flew out to Miami and I did a show for a week there. I was there for a week, but the show went on for a month. But really, Art Basel is only a week long event. It's actually the world's largest art fair that happens, uh, so I was really stoked to be a part of it. I showed in the Windward Art District. A lot of people know that place for being famous for all the graffiti that's on all the walls there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. But uh, So that collection really dealt with two specific things that I was really inspired by for that series, and it was... Uh, these things that were called cabinet cards. Cabinet cards. What is, what yeah, is so um, in the 1800s when photography first came out, mm-hmm. uh, they used to print these cards that would have a picture of yourself. you get yourself taken by a good photographer and then mm-hmm. they would print these on these cards. And then when you went to your friend's house, you'd get a stack of them printed of like 500 or 50 of them mm-hmm. of yourself. And then you'd go to around to all your friends and when they'd have parties, you'd bring your card and then they'd put it in their album and uh, everyone would gather around and see who everyone who'd come by the house and seen all the parties. Uh, and they were collecting these things like Pokemon cards. What? Yeah. So they're collecting them like they're, they're essentially selfies. Yeah. And they're collecting these? Like, exactly. What? Early Instagram. What? That's <laughs> Definitely. So cool. Yeah. Well, how'd you, how'd you find out? How'd you hear about those things? Uh, I was inspired by this lady named Teresa Uh and she did printing in New York for many years and she kind of stumbled me across that idea and that that was something that happened in US history and uh, 
And that was in the U.S. when that happened, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Photography. Photography mm -hmm. started here. But it was also a really pinnacle point where mm -hmm. class separation kind of really started taking its hold because it was really a big deal about who did you get your card printed by and if it wasn't the right printer, well, then you wouldn't be making it into our book, you know, and all that. And wow. uh, so also during the 1800s, we have like the industrial age, you right. know, the revolution of that. And we saw that like machines could really help mankind to do great things. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like that was a really pinnacle point in history that was we were changing and the gears were right, turning. Right. And uh, I think that one of the only other times that I can think of in the last hundred years that was like that, it would be the 1950s, 1960s. You know, we had the hippie movement, we had all right, that, that right. free love, and we had that momentum going. And yeah. then the TV really started to take its hold into the you know, the household and being a centerpiece and everything. Wow. And then we started to be like, oh, what, what, what? just kind of forget about things yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I wanted to put the two things together. So if you really pay attention to the series, all of the clothing that's in it is from the 1800s and early, mm. uh, early to late 1800s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the TVs are all of the 1950s, 60s right, stylized. Yeah. Right. And then I used the, centerpiece of the screen to convey whatever message I wanted to say or talk about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's cool, man. I that was last year's series and it was called Conclusions. Conclusions? Mm -hmm. What conclusions? I felt like that was a good roundabout name for it being that uh, it was my conclusions of what the world I was dealing with. Okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I like this, all the dots you connected there. It's, yeah. it's interesting. You like it, it's interesting how you connected to um, how should I say this? To when like technology was really like like infiltrating our, our culture mm -hmm. at those pivotal moments. We got like how you explained it with photography, and then like mm -hmm. television eventually took its place in the living room mm -hmm. and became an altar there that we worship. Our influences. <laughs> yeah, the influences, feedback loops that we can't control, or we can, but we forget that we can. Um, I like that, man. So, um, you have a gallery planned for December 2nd, right? Right, but it actually just recently got postponed. Oh, so it got moved. Oh, due okay. to things out of my control. Oh, no. Yeah, it's going to be moved to actually the 31st, which is uh, December 31st. We're going to oh, okay. do a New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but it's going to open at 2 p.m., so okay. you'll have plenty of time to check out the yard, take it all in, and right. go about your night. <laughs> right, right, right. Smart. That's smart. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, well, that sort of sucks. On, that sort of sucks. It's, uh, <laughs> um, Very but, excited about this new collection, though. Yeah, it, for sure. It's called Mercy. Mercy? Mm -hmm. Why is it Mercy? Why, why, why call it Mercy? I felt like that was the best way to describe everything that I'm putting together over the last year mm -hmm. and it and it really dives deep into a lot of different subjects but mainly social injustice mm. spirituality love life and death love, life and death yeah. those are some big topics my brother definitely those are, those are some big topics <laughs> okay okay mm -hmm. I probably should have stayed looking at that art for a second before I came in here now that I think about it let me see how did you go about actually actually before we get into that before yeah. we actually get into that yeah, yeah. let me let me ask you my my, my curiosity here mm -hmm. what's your first memory my first memory huh. oh man 
I think I've always been drawing like ever since I can remember, but I remember very specifically that I used to get, we used to have those TV guides uh -huh. that uh, you would get in the mail and yeah. it would come with a newspaper and every one of them had like a celebrity in the front cover of it. And I would get those things at like four or three years old and I'd be like drawing on them and like kind of uh, defacing them almost. Really? But, uh, but not in a way that we know like defacing, like blacking out the tooth or something like that. Right. It was mostly like I would draw something or add something to the picture. Oh. And uh, I remember cool. my dad <laughs> was like really like for me doing art. He was oh. really... Um, behind it. He pushed you for it. Yeah, but yeah, right. my sister once took one of those TV guides and she defaced it. <laughs> and on top of what you already did? No. Or she did it? No, right? on her own. Oh, okay. And I remember my dad, for some reason, didn't like that. <laughs> and he, uh, and he, um, and he told her not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then she argued back to him saying, well, Matthew does it. Yeah. And he said, well, Matthew's an artist. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like probably not the best parenting decision at the time. I can wow. see a retrospect, but, probably not. <laughs> but it definitely stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, my dad considers me an artist. That's cool. So yeah, I, says, I guess that's what I am. <laughs> and Damn. I came through with it. <laughs> how old are you? How old are you in that? Happened? I think I was like four or five years old, maybe. <sighs> Barely remember that. Yeah, man. That's a, that's a great first memory. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Poor, poor sister, though. That's yeah. sad. She doesn't draw. She doesn't no, I doubt it. I would be surprised if she did. Um, wow. All right. That's cool. So then you've been drawing, you've been into art since then. Yeah. Wow. Whole life. But I know that uh, I didn't get really into relentlessly painting as much until my later years, like 17, 18, into the 20s. And that was because I was exposed to a lot of new information that I didn't know about, about uh, what was going on and what was right. happening around us. And I felt right. the need of wanting to say something to make my own commentary about that mm. and be able to create right. something that can last longer than I can. Right, right, right. You know, and reach people that I won't ever be able to. Right, right, right. Wow. To transcend ideas. What? How did you just come by the information? Was it life? Was it... Yeah, I had some friends expose me to different uh, amounts of information and right. it inspired myself to do my own independent research and right. you know, I delve real deep. You know? yeah. Rabbit holes. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbit holes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So then, and so then that's been the process to get you here. Now, with the quick look that I took from like the small mm -hmm. amount of work, of new work that I just saw. Yeah. Um, can I say something that I noticed? Sure. Yeah, please. Well, like I noticed there's a, a gra graffiti influence, right? Oh, yeah. The major, right? Yeah. Did you used to spray wall? Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <you> know? <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> uh, nice. That's respect. That's respect. Mm -hmm. How, what got you into that? What, what, what drew you to that aesthetic? I guess I was just inspired by neighborhood kids that were around me, you know, doing their thing and, mm -hmm. and, Getting into that culture, right? right. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, and here's another question: Are you from Tucson? Or are you? I am born and raised. Born yeah. and raised, mm -hmm. brother. How you yeah. doing? Yep. It's <laughs> awesome. Let me see. Yeah. Wow. So, what do you think about death? Ah man, death. Hmm. 
I think of it as, you know, something natural mm -hmm. that should happen, of course. Right. But um, I also think of it as, of course, death of the body, not death of the self, and not death of you. Mm. And I think that uh, everyone is that light that's within. And if we start to identify that as being ourselves rather than our bodies and the ideas that we've created for ourselves, mm. and I think that we will feel that immortality that everyone's kind of looking for. Right. And you already have it, really, right. when you identify yourself as that, right. and that right. energy. And I think it can connect a lot of people to that concept of that I'm like another you. And if we start to like really realize ourselves as being that, uh, I think that we'll see human suffering kind of fade away because we'll realize how could we do that to ourselves. Right. You know, we wouldn't want that to be to ourselves. So For that's sure. kind of what I would like to see happen. <laughs> so, I mean, that sort of answers like what you think about life, right? Because that's... It all ties together. It's, 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 it's a constant. It's, it's yeah. a constant thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. What can I like? Oh, like I, I want to ask you, uh, like, hmm. from your memory to like the current art that I saw, I saw, I noticed that you brought that sort of defacing in, in quotations, uh, so people can notice it yeah. into the with your new work, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I, I noticed that. Yeah. What, so for the last year, I've been working on that. You've been working on like yeah. the whole, the whole mm -hmm. um, mercy essentially. Yep, keeping it secret. Now, not showing anyone. Can I friends. can I say the one person I did see there? Mm -hmm. Why did you choose Marilyn? Or yeah, right, Marilyn Monroe. No, yeah, 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 yeah. that's her name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why? So if you dive deep into a little bit of conspiracy around Marilyn Monroe and her okay. suicide, allegedly. Um, yeah. You'll also notice that weeks before her suicide, mm -hmm. she had planned to have a public conference and she was going to disclose something. So what my kind of independent research has led my own perception to believe is mm -hmm. that uh, she was, you know, in bed with the Kennedy brothers, you know, the, or the brother, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he was brother to Kennedy of course right. so he has kind of information that's guarded very well oh and so oh so you're like so she she knew something and then she apparently was gonna hold, hold the conference and then she killed herself before the conference before the conference was able, conference to, be was able to be held um, and so so then because of that open question you put her up there? I did. So the people. And, and then, now, are you hoping to inspire inquiry when people look at that? A oh, bit. Yeah. And also, I put a keyhole in her third eye, which is something that I do with a lot of my pieces. Uh, I've been doing that for a while. Why a keyhole and why in that place? Because I picture it as like a symbolization of knowledge, you know? And uh, also, of course, the third eye being the seat of the soul. Right, 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 right. Uh, so there's a lot of sacredness around that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I try to bring it to people who I think that are in the world doing something about what's going on here. Okay. I think if anybody does something in a positive way that's trying to, you know, 
bring new information around, I'm going to support that and I'm going mm. to say that, you know, that's somebody that you should look to. Respect, <laughs> respect, respect. I, do, I, feel, I feel the same way personally. Mm -hmm. That's, I like that idea of putting a keyhole on someone's third eye. That's, that's an interesting thought to like. Yeah, I've never seen it before. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. like it, it, it works. Mm -hmm. It's 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 uh, akin. I don't like. Maybe I shouldn't compare this, but I'm I'm gonna compare it. My, I was hanging out with my little cousin, like I don't know yesterday, and he quite simply I don't know why he said this. I forgot why he said this, but he's like I've been a part of people for eight years. He's eight years old, and the way he structured that sentence, mm -hmm. I like just stared at him and I was like, that's a beautiful fucking sentence, dude. Mm -hmm. And he just stared at me. He's like, why? And I was like, because you said a truth, in a different way. Yeah. And. That's, that's so great, and 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 that's sort of what you did with the keyhole in the third eye. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, it's almost ironic because he recognizes oneness without even being a thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I've been a part of people for you know eight years. It's, it's really like, <laughs> it's like he's not recognizing himself as an individual. He's recognizing himself as a body of people. Yeah. And that's what's really great. It's, it's like these newer kids that are coming through. It's deep. They're very aware. <laughs> <learned. laughs> it's very deep. Yeah. Uh, and he said that so nonchalantly too. He didn't give a shit. Like he was like, yeah. Like it was like a fact. <laughs> it was like a fact, and, uh, and both me and his older sister just stared at him for a second. <laughs> That's cool. What? Let me see. What about expressing yourself visually just keeps you there? What? Definitely. What? What? It, what is that like? What would you say that is? I think it's out of a need for wanting to convey ideas for. A longer period of time than the body allows you to mm. you know being able to leave something down that can maybe affect someone a hundred years from now that should long so long as it's not destroyed right and it also transcends language barriers true you know true true and that's really important <laughs> that's I'd true say. so for me it's always I want to use my time wisely while I'm here you know okay. and convey that and, through my art and it's just it was just the one thing now would you say you painting and you do paint right your medium is yep. um, is painting yeah I do painting there's some collage sculpture mm -hmm. uh, and then just a tad bit of photography <laughs> photography is fun mm -hmm. photography is fun um, I like the dark room portion of it I've never actually been in a dark room that looks that looks cool, but mm -hmm. I've never actually been in there. Um, I had a question. What was I gonna ask you? <laughs> Come back. No. Fuck. I have a really interesting theory about uh, how our population is kind of growing. I think that. Uh, Shoot. It's taking more and more souls to come to Earth to outweigh this kind of imbalance that we're seeing right now. And What's, soon the population will be so big and so strong that I think that we'll be able to turn things around. And I think that that's actually what we're seeing right now. And then these new generations that are coming through, they're coming through with more knowledge and more, you know, they're the third waivers. So, yeah. So we call what? it. All right. There's a lot of questions that I got there. <laughs> What's the imbalance that you see? Mm -hmm. Violence, corruption, greed. Okay. Okay. I think those can be highlighted as symptoms. True, I'll give you that. That I I would agree with that. Um, and how 
with the population increase balance that out how would you see how would you how do you see that balancing it out well should it be like a democratic de- uh, <laughs> democratic way yeah of course you're increasing voting right you're increasing votes so right, right, right you can definitely cause more change i think that especially with these the help of the internet you have petitions being passed around and signing Much we're getting we're gaining more control back over our planet and yeah, we're yeah. witnessing it in our lifetimes yeah. it's amazing it's true it's true so with numbers there is power true <laughs> I like it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Now, and I think also that once the planet comes back into a balance of where we're coexisting as one and it's and it's okay, that the population will on its own recede back to whatever level we think is manageable, you know? Mm-hmm. It will do it on its own. And, it the, its and the reason for it won't be because we're cutting down people or anything like that. It will be because souls will need to be here anymore and we'll have to leave to go to another planet that needs help you know i think it's very easy to assume that just because things are happening like this in our planet that Mm -hmm. another planet a few light years away there's probably going to have that same kind of corruption that they have to overcome Mm -hmm. as well as us right it's like uh it's the i think it was fermi who says that there's levels of civilization and and maybe the reason why um, we haven't actually encountered another species is because they haven't been able to pass from the level of zero to the level of a first class civilization. Mm-hmm. Because between there is um is, in between there they've discovered nuclear weapons and it's either they destroy themselves or they succeed into passing into a class Definitely. one civilization. Yeah, I like that. We're about to be that, I think. I would say so. <laughs> I would say we are in that middle point. Mm-hmm. I like to compare where we're at as a as a, a pregnancy or or a woman going into labor mm-hmm. because from a distance that shit looks chaotic, mm-hmm. a lot of blood and shit. Sure, but Mind life is sickness. being created, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. um it 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 feels like that. That kind of chaos, growing pains, yeah, growing Mm -hmm. pains, all that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. back to another thing that you said, Mm -hmm. third waivers. Yeah, I've never heard that phrase before. Enlighten me. Uh, what is that? What's the first wave for the second? Who's the third? Like, like, what? What is that? So that's actually kind of a philosophy adapted by this uh, psychic named Dolores Cannon. Uh huh. And she talks about it. Uh, I've found that information elsewhere than her, so it kind of just solidifies it for me but it's kind of talks about how our our fathers and grandfathers how they had it you know growing up and how it was really rough for them right coming to earth and living these lives right right uh and then our next generation it's a little bit better and Mm -hmm. we're getting a little more consciousness and then Mm -hmm. our third waivers are supposed to be the ones who like fully fulfill the completion of the transformation of our planet. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I mean, I, it's, it's very... Uh, and it's it's ironic uh, that uh, you were bringing up your... My, it was a cousin? My cousin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noticing himself being one. Right. Automatically. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, completely. It all together. That is a, it's a, it's a good connection there. Yeah. Um, I agree. I completely agree. Have you heard of the term... Because it feels like it feels like you you, you are this. Um, have you heard of the term pronoia? Paranoia? No, 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 no. Pronoia. 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 No. Nah, see, you, Enlighten me. <laughs> you, you've known of it, 
Mm -hmm. Or you know of it without knowing it. Let me explain. It happens to me a lot. (laughs) Um, No. Paranoia is, is actually the opposite of paranoia. And paranoia is, quite frankly, you know, you're convinced that there's a conspiracy against, against you. Mm-hmm. Paranoia is the opposite. You're convinced that there's a conspiracy for your success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, not many people know, realize that there's an opposite to that, that paranoia. Mm-hmm. But there is, and it's yeah. paranoia. And I would say you're a paranoid individual, my friend. Why, thank you. Uh, I'm honored. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. I like this. Um, when, like, you... I, there's a there's a bit of mysticism on, like coming off of you. Am I am I wrong? Sure. Yeah. Right. Mm, what? How should I? I feel like I, I want to go in that direction, but I don't know how to go for it. Mm, what? What made you this spiritual? Were you always this way, or did something like turn you more that way than being? I guess you could say materialistic. In your approach in your view I think what really ultimately made it happen for me was that uh, I was actually asked to leave my house at like age 17 and so I was homeless for a little while wow. and I lived in my band room for many years and being alone and solidified into a room with no windows uh, can definitely leave you to dive very deep into your consciousness, into mm. meditation, into mm. transcendental meditation, into mm. uh, you know, act, you know, you just it finds you, you know, mm-hmm. the knowledge finds you. You mm. don't search for it. <laughs> wow, how how long did you like like stay in? I guess you could say how how long did you live in that room? I don't know, man. From like. Uh, 17 to like or I don't know I guess I only started living into a house like maybe like four or five years ago <laughs> wow yeah wow I live for my art man yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything for it that's awesome dude mm-hmm. you're also you also play guitar right yeah yeah, do you, yeah. Do you, I play in a band you, called Cons you play in a band yeah we released a record in August you released a record. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, it was on a record label called Revival Records. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. Check it out, man. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> That's cool. I do singing and play guitar in that record. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> Living that life, creating. It's invigorating to create something. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. What? Rewarding as well. What? Do you, what? What? Why would it be rewarding? Why do you think it's, it's the rewarding? ultimate high? I think because you're co-creating with you know the one <laughs> you know the the great spirit or mm. whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. you're adding something to the picture that wasn't here before you existed and i think that's really the goal is to add to the picture co-create that's awesome don't destroy you know co-create don't one destroy. thing that really brought up to me uh, and it just kind of remind me because we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan, <laughs> of course, he does podcasts, of course. Yeah. But one thing he specifically said uh, was saying that when you take a look at mankind from a plane or something, mm-hmm. he thinks of it as like mold on the bread. Yeah. Like we're here to eat the bread and all that. And I think that there's definitely a level of degree that that is true. But there's also so he was calling us like. Uh, like a virus or a bacteria, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I think that 
there is that, but there's also probiotics. You know, the same right. as there is in the body. There's a negative bacteria and there's a positive bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when there's an imbalance, the bad bacteria outweighs the pro bacteria. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's kind of where we were. Uh, and with these new souls coming in, well, maybe they are the probiotics, you know, mm. to get that balance that we're talking about. I like that. You know, yeah, it's a good little <laughs> metaphor. I like that a lot. Uh, it's uh, so there, there's probiotics. It's not just bacteria. Yeah, his, 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 so bleak. His yeah. like his view is a little <laughs> bleak sometimes. It's it's it's, it's a. For such a jolly man, he 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 sees, he sees the world pretty yeah. bleak. We forget that there's two sides to that, you know, just as it is in our bodies. That's true. Now the thing on that is that it's like, I think the the detriment is to focus on one side. You have to re- always be remembered of both sides. To forget one side, you let the other side go out of control. Mm-hmm. In my in, in my opinion, I guess you could say. There's a there's this distinct actually I have questions about where we're at we're currently in monsoon yeah what is this place this is a <laughs> this is a collective um, and it's definitely built by the community for the community uh, each room is taken over by an artist I'm currently taking over two rooms in a hallway uh, nice there's other artists that take over more than one it's like mm-hmm. two or three rooms um, and it's really great uh, it used to be a Kodak building it since then closed down and has reopened as monsoon this is the second annual we did one last year and it was a great success we had you know wow. over 600 people come to opening night you know it's really great so is it like only open to a certain time of the year yeah it's seasonal really mm-hmm. yeah just like our monsoon <laughs> oh yeah, wow! Yeah, it comes yeah. and goes. That's cool. Not here forever. Gotta oh. enjoy it while it's here. <laughs> wow, I like that. It's almost like Burning Man, where it's like one week this this mm-hmm. like whole thing happens and then it's gone. Right. Yeah. That's we're, cool. We're fortunate enough that Monsoon lasts a little bit longer. Than yeah. A week. <laughs> yeah, it's got I a couple months. To it's, it. it's built. It's built in that way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's built in that way. Mm-hmm. This place uh, distinctly um, reminds me of LSD. Just. That's awesome. Just because <laughs> of the environment. I don't like it. Yeah. It's the only feeling I get from this place, which is a little funny. That's um, great. This this place is like is so what's the word for it? It's 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 pregnant with like creativity. Definitely. Uh, I feel that yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's um, a great way of saying it. To a certain point, and thank you. <laughs> to a certain point, it's a little overwhelming for myself. Sure. It's <laughs> sensory overload. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yes. What's it like? Who like, I have like just asking about the place at this point. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who did the, the styrofoam like stuff out like on the front? Yeah, that's Violet. Violet did yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, Violet Red is her. Wow. Is her artist name. And so she's a great artist. Yeah, she actually did a lot of those for the music festival Dusk. That was in town. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. She created the whole front installation for that festival. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Mm, good on Violet. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And she's actually the main curator of the location here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard about that. Uh, yeah. Good on Violet. That's awesome. This yeah. is like, so she like, so if you want to like set up like a like a event, you have to tie to her, right? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boss lady. Mm-hmm. All day. Now, let me let me see. How many how many pieces have you done for the for your show? 
Man, it's hard to count. Ah. I know it's a lot. <laughs> nice. It's probably over 50. Over 50? Yeah. Are they all like canvas size or are they like different sizes ranging? Oh, yeah, different sizes. There's a few large pieces um, and there's a lot of small works. I, I tried to focus a little bit more on the small works so I could spread my work a little bit more. Mm. Um, but like I said, I've been paying relentlessly for the last year and keeping it all a secret and all to myself. So yeah. I'm very excited to release this collection. I bet. Yeah. Why, why, the, why the secrecy? I feel like it gives for a greater impact. You know, mm. when, you, when you really take your time and you don't rush it and you're not constantly trying to like, you know, get likes or whatever and mm-hmm. like, you know, compete or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just focus on your craft and just dive deep into it and not worry about anything else. And just, I just know that uh, a day will come when I'll share it. But right. I just have to be patient. <laughs> patient. That's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Huh. Good on you for being patient like that. Yeah, it was difficult, very hard. Yeah, was it like a like a I habit felt, that you had to like? I felt like I was kind of like letting the people that support my art down a little bit because I wasn't constantly like letting know what I was doing and stuff. And they were like, "Are you still painting? Like, what's going on?" Like, you know. And I just had to tell them, you know, yeah, I'm just trying to keep it all down low. You know, that's funny. I shared things with feed us, Devin. Feed us. What happened? Where? We need to see your shit. Yeah. So I would I would post periodically. You know, I do like a couple pieces during the year that I just released just so I could. You know, keep the momentum yeah, going. Just let you know that I'm still an artist. I'm still doing stuff. Be patient. It's coming. Days. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. It, 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 I like. Um, I like how you see how you how you realize because in in a weird way you're doing works like these like physical paintings and stuff. It's really. Um, it's almost a, like a, how, should, how can I say this? It's. It affects not only your present moment but the rest of time. Definitely, it, it has it, it has the potential to affect the rest of time. Even more so now with the internet. More so with the internet because it spreads into a virtual way yeah, as well. Because art can be destroyed, as yes. we know throughout so, history. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now let's hope to Jesus Christ that the <laughs> internet stays. Cause yeah. That's a no uh, natural neutral. That's a, that's <laughs> flaky. Um, but yeah, you're right. With the internet, it spreads a lot faster, and this connects back to what, like, the the the, the imbalance and stuff. Would, wouldn't you say? Uh, uh, all right, real quick. What do you feel about the internet, man? How do you feel about that thing? I think it's great. Yeah. It's an instant information exchange. No point in history, really, to our knowledge, have we had that mm. so strongly, and I think that that's definitely a catalyst for change. You know, I feel like. I feel like we're just learning how to actually use it and that's like the best part yeah i remember when i was little when i was little i remember distinctly feeling really bummed because i I felt like this whole society had figured everything out and there was nothing for me to do i was really bummed about that and i don't know when i figured when i realized oh we don't know shit awesome Uh, i don't know when that happened but i eventually got that got to that idea and that was nice it was really relieving Something about something something kept telling me that it was done. Like there's nothing that, that nothing left to be done. Yeah, was, I think I've I had that instinct uh, growing up too. I remember kind of feeling that way, and then realizing too that you know all the old masters of painters and all that 
they had the same amount of lifespan as we do, you know, yeah. or they had the same amount of hours in their day, you yeah. know. Yeah. So it's, there's no saying that you can't get to that level too if you push yourself and use your hours productively. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. It's, 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 it's weird. Uh, going to that, it's like, uh, I remember... I remember I distinctly didn't realize how I could use time in, a, in, in that kind of way, like with like a discipline. Like if I did this certain thing consistently for a while, I'll become like better. Like, yeah. I, like I, that, that. 10,000 hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. concept did nev- never actually hit me until like last year maybe. And, and, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, revolutionary. If, if only more like young people know what it meant what what patience really means and what it is to like um do something almost ritualistically mm-hmm. it's it's interesting it's really interesting and it's, it's just so like it's 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 something that should be told up front but it isn't and right. maybe because not many people know about it at the same time so it's like yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a find your own kind of way kind of thing definitely which is sort of sad but hey you know it's mm-hmm. life i guess to a certain extent um when did you just turn 30 you turned 30 i did yeah how's that feel it's interesting interesting yeah. it was just like like still 30 feel is, young you know yeah you still feel young yeah that's uh, great are you what you thought you would be by 30 or has life gone so many different ways that you're like yeah no dude i'm here (laughs) yeah um it kind of went a little bit how i was thinking yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and i think it's just getting better by the moment isn't isn't that the truth though yeah isn't that the truth i I didn't think i was gonna be here but i mean i'm here and it's been fucking fun um i definitely believe in the power of manifestation though too and intention so of course, of course, we have a little bit of say in what's going on here. Of course, you you get to decide what comes into your future. You just have to. It's a there's this. Uh, if you see something in the future that you want, and it's it's say it's a uh, say you want to be a rapper in the future. The way you do that is you behave like a rapper in the now, mm-hmm. and, and then you will be definitely in the future. Believe you already have it, and it's yours. Yeah, essentially, yeah, essentially, that's the. That's like the crux of it, which is a weird concept, but it's like so pertinent to this time frame, though. Yeah. Because if we're all aware that we're manifesting, well, then we'll manifest a better world, won't mm. we? <laughs> it's fun too. Like I, I, I like that idea. My, my, there was a point maybe like a year ago where I like, like utopia was like sort of something on my mind, and yeah. and there was a point where I was just like, and it can't work. Like it just it, it wouldn't work. And then like. I don't know, recently I realized it could if it's completely decentralized. Mm-hmm. And that's like what the internet is, essentially. Yeah, free. Yeah, free. So mm-hmm. like it's, it, it would be it would be interesting to see everybody doing their own shit mm-hmm. and see how it all falls into place. Yeah. Because that would, that would just be interesting and really, really weird because it's an alien world at that point. At that point, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's the next step. It is the next step. It seems like, really scary, but once it happens, you know, it's the greatest. Thing yeah, is it? it, 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 it <laughs> to a certain extent, it's a little fucking terrifying because, like, all the things that we understand or like, at least we're accustomed to, it's like, well, it's like up for a reassessment. We decide what we don't need, what we keep, and it's, it's like a giant revision, which which should happen, but to everything. Yeah, to everything. <laughs> but it's like. 
I think that can only happen on an individual scale. I think you, you yourself would have to decide what to keep and what to not keep and then move forward from there. Definitely. At least I think so. Yeah. I mean, the individual and then the individual realizing that he's grew much, much larger than he ever imagined For sure. he was. For sure. It's a, it's a, and, and it's, it's very empowering. It's, it's, people don't understand the power that they possess. And, 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 mm-hmm. it, and it's, 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 it's monumental the power that an individual possesses. But they don't, not many people realize it. And it's, uh, it's a bit of a bummer. But yeah, it's, a, it's a sad truth. Yeah. But we're changing it. It's coming around. Oh, man. Every day it gets bigger and bigger. More people and more people know. Yeah. To a certain extent. There's, I've, I've, seen, I've seen yes and no. And I think I've always been in there. Mm-hmm. Always consistently in that middle place. I try not to believe many things. Because if I believe something, it precludes me from believing the opposite. Sure. So yeah. I try not to believe in many things. But uh, at least I'm hopeful, I guess you could say. That's good. What? What? Yes. I mean, I'm always smiling. So it's better to have faith. So I mean, that's, faith leaps over hope. Yeah, no, for sure, faith. Faith is the better word. Yeah. What? Besides the besides the effect it would have in time. Besides, um, what? What? What gets you to put a paintbrush to a canvas? Besides all the external stuff, what 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 wakes you up? What what what's the like? What draws you to that? Just Instant. to to be able to to give my ideas, to be able to put my ideas down. That's it, really. Like, there's no other alternative motive than just to get the ideas down and be able to commentate on the surroundings, you know? Right, right, right. Wow. Do you... Now, to be, I guess, maybe ambitious with your answer, do you want... What do you hope your scale of effect to be? I hope that my paintings, you know, kind of inspire someone to think and rethink all aspects of our lives you know what we're saying what we're thinking what we're doing to ourselves and the planet Mm -hmm. you know and i think that if it does that in some small minute way then that's a success for me Mm. i like that it's good it's good have you heard have you heard of marshall McLuhan? no 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 he's uh he he made a specific he made a book and the book i think because of a typo the typo is um, uh, the book is called uh, The Medium is a Massage is the Massage but his phrase that he's famous for is The Medium is the Message his book ended up being The Massage because of a typo and he enjoyed it so he kept it that way (laughs) that's Um, hilarious (laughs) yeah it's great Um, and he has he did an uh, an audio version of his book which I suggest people need to listen to and I feel like you find it interesting and what he talks about is how Technology, at least certain, at least specific type of technology, tends to rearrange society without anybody knowing it. Definitely, I can agree with that. Yeah. So, like, and and so, like, the one of the first things he said was like, well, the first one of the first things that really changed society was the printing press, mm-hmm. and how quickly it became to actually make a make a book 
and you know pass that thing around. And that happened. That happened with. Have you heard of um? God damn it! I forgot the name. But it's it involves um Martin Luther from in 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 Europe. He was that guy that who's who. He's a he was a Catholic who got pissed with with Catholicism because they were um. Had the details evaded me, but he got mad at them, and he decided to say, "Well, look, I don't need you guys to tell me what the what the book is, and and everybody else won't because you know why? I'm gonna reprint the Bible in Greek, and he because he had access to a printing press, and he he gave everybody a readable Bible, mm-hmm. and essentially caused a revolution, which is a great like 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 I, I listened to this on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, it was um, reminiscent of where we are today because the, that was like the most, mm, how should I say this, uh, in your face example of what the printing press did. The power of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And because it, 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 it redistributed the power because all the power was in the priests because the priests were the ones that knew Latin. And they would read the Bible and then like do their, 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 their church, their, their fucking. You know yeah. the church and shit, and the people would just go to them and be like, "All right, thanks for the word," and you know walk away. But then he repented it into Greek, and they're like, "Oh, well, we don't need you no more." And then everybody started interpreting it themselves, yeah. and all hell broke loose. It was phenomenal. Now that's what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, that it's the 500 year anniversary this year. <laughs> with that event that's great and, and, uh, <laughs> so, 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 so. yeah with the power of the internet man the internet's whole we, we hijacked it and we've you know used it to push our messages yeah, out you know the same as he did with the printing press yeah so the internet like, is our printing press it really is man so it's rearranging us without us knowing there's another guy who I, I like his name is uh, Jason Silva he also says like we build the tools but the tools build us back Mm-hmm. And it's it's it, and it's true because like like it, there's this like we don't know the consequences of a technology until years after we implemented the technology. Definitely. And we're in the middle of being transformed by the internet, and we're like, oh, and the whole bunch of shit is happening, and we're like, what's happening? Why is the world coming to an end? We're going through a transformation. Mm-hmm. The internet's fucking us, and we're getting pregnant, and that's essentially <laughs> what's happening. And that's just how I see it. It, it makes. It at least puts things in the context for me, but how will it end? I have no idea. That's 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 like anybody's guess. But it also does something beautiful, in my opinion, where it equalizes everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. That's um. Everyone has the same opportunity, the same information. Hopefully, should yeah. the country not have hijacked it? No, true that. <laughs> now, true that. That's not. Uh, if you haven't, if you guys have heard, net neutrality, it's in danger. Go now. Yeah. Um, um, but anyways, um, it's 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 a great tool. It's phenomenal what it does. But if you know how to use it, if you don't know how to use it, you go down rabbit holes unconsciously, and you like, you end up even maybe perpetuating cycles of your own through it, and it makes you even go deeper into maybe a bad cycle that you got going on, and that's a a danger. But, as long I mean, as you cross-reference, though, I think that people can navigate the internet without yeah. that fear. Who cross-references anything, bro? They should. <laughs> yes, they should. Yeah, but we I should mean, inspire that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, guys. <laughs> Go for it, guys. 
But for the masses, that's not a thing that they do. That's, that's, they, they, everybody's just scrawling, dude. Unfortunately. Hopefully it can turn around, maybe. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll, it has to, something abrupt has to happen to make them go for that. And I think that's... Or just inspired. Maybe just seeing a painting yeah. could do it. Abrupt. <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, that can be abrupt. A moment can be abrupt no matter what. And it, and it can be in, a, in a, a good way or a negative way. It doesn't really matter at that point. I think that's something very important with art needs to do as well is uh, be the voice, you know, for the voiceless, you know, mm. and use that power of creating for good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Take no, that. for sure. Yeah. It's a, there's a responsibility. Well, it's, there's a reason. When you realize you have all the power, you also have all the responsibility. Definitely. You're like, it's all on you. Yeah. And that's... Uh, that's not something many people expect or think about much, but it's, it, it is on you. And so, like, if you choose, it's, like, you can end up being a dick about it and doing whatever the fuck you want. But, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a little fucked up. <laughs> that's an abuse of power at that point. Sure. And good on you for not abusing your power mm-hmm. and trying to do some good in your own way. <laughs> now. Thank you. You're, yeah, man. Uh, when, when's your birthday? It's the 29th, so I'm a Scorpio. 29th of November or October? October. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be a Scorpio. Yeah. What up, my brother? How you doing? I heavily believe in astrology for sure, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it's really uh, astonishing to me that so many people are, like, completely disregarding it. Uh, I think that a lot of people, like, they'll look at their sign, you know, their their first sign, you know, and they'll say, oh, that's not really me, you know, it doesn't really describe me or something. But then they forget that, like, there's 12 other planets, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. We have a, most people even aren't just aware of that there's a rising and a setting sign, you know? Or the sun and moon sign. Right. You know? Well, but you're forgetting all the other planets, you know? And yeah, they yeah. all, if you dive deep enough into astrology, you can unlock all those other planets and you can yeah. find how very specific it gets, you know, to you. It gets really specific. And here's the thing, too, that I don't understand is my connection to it that. We're made up of 73% water, right? Yes. Correct, yeah. So, and we know that gravitational pulls have effect on water by the way it receives our oceans, you know? Yeah. So, like, uh, how are you going to say that, yeah. you know, the moment that you're birthed, the, where the astrological bodies are at that moment is going to follow you uniquely through your entire life, you know? Mm-hmm. And somebody who's born like five minutes later, well, then they're in a different position. It's going to follow him in a different way. So that's a different gravitational pull on the water. And then we look at Dr. Uh, I think it's Sokyoto. Uh, he did an experiment with the beakers and right. water. And one of them he yelled into and the other one he said he, like, a lot of like love. love and, and, yeah, 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 and you see that the crystallization is much, much prettier in the yeah. love than it is in anger. Well, what that study showed, I think, was that water feels emotion, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it, and that could be why the gravitational pulls affect the emotion of the water, mm-hmm. you know, within us. So. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm, like, I'm actually pretty, um, I, I, like, I, I like astrology as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I entertain it. Um, I think it's great because it shows our predispositions so that we can overcome them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like me, I'm a Scorpio. I'm aware that I'm jealous so I can overcome that and be, you know, and be mindful when I am jealous and be more it's chill. excessive, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
and that can create us closer together you know when you're not fighting or bickering and things you know yeah, when yeah, we yeah. understand that there's predispositions that we have to overcome so that we can coexist yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and if we forget that you know sacred information well then that can cause some serious damage mm -hmm. welcome to the present mo yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think there's a reason why they studied it for a thousand years <laughs> i mean for sure if any, i mean besides the fact that it was used for like navigation and stuff there was I would say yes, because I also had the same thought of like how we're made mostly of water and then water pulls tides. Like, well, then probably pulls us at the very Weekly. least, the moon, <laughs> very least, yeah. pulls us. So I'm like, mm, there's something going on there, which is funny, it, like a little side tangent. Apparently, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal believes that the moon controls people. <laughs> uh, he might be more correct than, than we yeah, know. We never know. Which is hilarious. But I agree. I also believe in, like, or like, entertain, better said, um, the astrology because uh, it's just, it's been really interesting for me. Uh, I'm also a Scorpio. So, what up, brother? How you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and um, that's hilarious. The 29th, and you're 30, right? You yep. Just turned 30? Yeah. Just passed my golden year. That's beautiful. I got signed to a record company on my golden year, so that was pretty ah, good. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, this is the good year for us, mm -hmm. supposedly. Yeah. Now. It keeps getting better. Yeah, it keeps getting better, dude. <laughs> it really is. Um, what's something you like to, like, what, what's something on your mind that you like to, like to say, talk? Uh, I think that for 2018, I'm going to be pushing it really hard. I w would like to do some shows in LA, New York, and then probably travel back to Miami for the end of the year for the next nice. um, Art Basel 2018. Mm -hmm. So a lot of traveling, hopefully, in nice, the near future. <laughs> Traveling's fun. Yeah, it's Traveling's great. the best. Yeah. Awesome. Let me see. What, what can I ask? Don't really care for the plane flights, <laughs> but you know. I mean, they're <laughs> okay. You gotta, you gotta deal with it. <laughs> uh, it's a miracle of modern society, I guess. <laughs> Have you seen those trains though? And like, that are the mag reverse <laughs> magnet? Yeah, like we could be in Tokyo having lunch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Is the ones that uh, Musk is working on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those would be interesting if he like actually implements those. Definitely. Those would be so interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's a. It seems like a much better way of traveling. You know, like it, we have all these plane crashes. We have, you know, we have a lot of that. Crashes. You know, there's a well, there's a lot of more risk in flying through the air. You know. Mm -hmm on a plane than it is on a train, you know? Right, right, right. Reverse magnets, you can go 300 miles, you're traveling faster, there's no risk of the crash. Like, uh, the benefits definitely outweigh, I think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, that, I, I would agree, I would agree. That yeah. It would be... So I look forward to seeing that. It would be plan. interesting, it would be interesting. Hopefully <laughs> it happens in a lifetime, it probably will at this yeah. point. It probably will. I'll be the point. first one to say goodbye to planes. <laughs> not take another one. <laughs> Do you not like planes that much? I don't. Really? Yeah. What, what is it? It's the turbulence, you know, it's just putting your life in this guy's hands and uh, his cognitive ability. I don't know. It, it's a giving away of your power. Right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, not, it's difficult, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, I can see that. Uh, yeah. No, like, I, like, I, I try not to like obsess about those things but they, they creep they, they creep they creep um huh I don't know man I'm good and like, it, what? It, it, 
Well, also, it's not really out of fear of death or anything. It's really more so that I want to be able to preserve my body so I can keep creating some stuff before. Like, I got shit to do. Like, I got you shit to do. You can't go down right now. Yeah, respect, respect. As it should be. As it should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that, uh, that's how you should feel about life. About, you probably, like, wake up with, like, no problem, huh? Yeah. On your days? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. Do you. Always thinking of the next piece? What's, like, yeah. a. What, what is it? Like, how long do you, like, like. What's your day look like? Uh, I usually get up, you know, around nine. I have, you know, my breakfast, and then I go straight to painting. You know, and I'm usually painting for a good few hours, and then I'll take a lunch, and then I go right back at it. Usually, I'm working on multiple pieces at the same time, so it's not like I'm just like relentlessly on one. When I get burnt out on that one, I move to another one, and I'm doing other things too, like collages and things like that. So it's not always just straight up painting. Right. A lot of it is like prep work too, like you know, gessoing the canvas, you know, uh, just doing one color on the canvas, letting it dry, you know, and then moving to another one, you know, just constantly yeah, making just a circle. Constantly going on. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That that to find something to be that passionate about is a bliss. Yeah, it's I'm super happy that I'm able to do it. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Man, well, we 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 we're at like 55 minutes. Um, Perfect. Yeah, it's great. Hey. Um, you, it's been it, a pleasure. It, thank you, bro. Thank <laughs> you for yeah, having. Thank ha- you for having. Ha- having. Yeah, no, thank you for coming <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Um, is there you want to tell the people where they can reach you? What you got going on? Yeah, um, definitely. So I have social media. It's of course the Instagram Art by Muir. I have a hashtag. That's that too. Um, mm-hmm. The Twitter is that. And I have a Facebook that's I am Muir. So it's Facebook slash I am Muir. All right, cool. Yeah. And I plan on launching a website very soon here. Uh, it's not operational right now, but maybe by the time this is published, it might be. It's going to be artbymuir.org. Mm. So you'll be able to see me there and okay. uh, pick up some swag. <laughs> Sweet. This, this will be up next Wednesday. So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Well, everybody, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. All right. <laughs>